Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello. So today's episode is a little messy, it's a little scattered. Today uh, is total Mercury retrograde fuckery, and I recorded both Potomac and Salt Lake City recaps. I took a break in between, and something happened to the audio on Potomac. I actually can't even figure out what it was. So you're only going to get a Salt Lake City recap. You're also going to hear me say things that don't make sense, like, guys, I'm rushing through this because I don't want it to be too long. And you'll be like, well, it's only 20 minutes. What? That's just why. I almost didn't post this episode, but it was a really fun recap and a really fun episode. And I figured all 10 of you who listen, you might enjoy it. And if you don't, I promise it'll be better next time. Okay. Love you. Mean it. Salt Lake City was an amazing episode. The backdrop of Salt Lake City, the whole, like the ice fishing, the snow, it really, it's, it, it's like a whole character in and of itself because it's like a movie set, you know, it's, it's like not real, but it's real. It's like a, an alternate universe. Um, and they pick right back up at, um, the fight where Lisa is begging Meredith to make up with Jen. I still don't understand why Lisa cares so much about them making up. I don't understand her big alliance to Jen, but it's there. And so like Whitney is trying to play, is trying to explain the Twitter thing. Like, look, maybe you don't run your Twitter yourself, but it's your face. So it seems like anything that you do on there is you doing it. And um, of course, Jen's like, I don't fucking run my Twitter. What does it take for you people to understand how to fucking run my Twitter? <sighs> um, and then so 
back over to Lisa and Meredith. Meredith's like, this is a boy who has not come out officially yet. He hasn't even made any sort of declaration about his sexuality yet. This is very hurtful to have these things said about you on such a big platform. And Lisa goes, I totally understand because when Jack was younger, someone said he had a big head. We were in a store and they said, wow, he has a big head. So I understand. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You totally the same thing. 100%. Back over to Whitney and Heather and Jen. Um, uh, someone says something like, you know, if you're going to be tweeting things, she's like, I didn't even tweet anything. She's upset because I liked something. And Heather just goes, likes hurt. And you know what? That was deep. She said it like really like she's like likes they hurt, which they do. You know, if you see if you see someone has liked such a mean tweet. Yeah, that that would hurt. So now Jen has reached because, of course, Heather made sense. And she's like, I cannot fucking apologize for everything. And she's like looking at the crew. She's not even looking at the cast anymore. She's looking at the crew like, I can't even. This double standard. This double standard. Meredith does stuff too. What the fuck? Oh, my God. What double standard? I mean, Yes, Meredith has done stuff. I don't really don't think Meredith has done anything to Jen. So nothing. But then they look over back at Jen and Meredith. And I'm sorry, at uh, Jen and Lisa, because Lisa sees Jen leaving. And she's like, don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. Listen. Listen. And she's like in Jen's face. She's like, Jen, stay. Please just listen to me. And and, she, and Jen's like, no, I'm leaving. This is not fair. Ugh. Lisa takes the tactic of putting Jen's backpack on. And this then leads to Jen being like, give me my backpack. And she's like, no, I will not give you your backpack. And she's wearing Jen's backpack, both arms through it. Like that is commitment. And then Heather and Whitney are over to the side watching. And they're like, 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 um, I think, I think that uh, Jen says something like, how did you like, you want, you want me to go apologize? Well, then how about you go apologize to Whitney and Heather because you were mean to them and they think you were mean, but you didn't go say sorry. And then over to Whitney and Heather, they're like, well, that's true that she, she really was. We, that's okay. She's right there. Good job. And this, it just was great TV, to be honest. They're on a freaking like iceberg. What the hell? They're, they're ice fishing. And of course, the instructors are like, we got a we got a trout. No. OK. Uh, but then because Jen needs to just be the most dramatic, uh, she throws she's like, I'm leaving. Don't and she throws this tennis bracelet, which Lisa then goes fishing for. <laughs> she's like searching in the snow and she's and she tells the producer in her confessional, she's like, there is one thing I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate throwing diamonds. And, and the producer's like, how much do you think that's worth? She's like, 70000 At least $70,000. That is a $70,000 tennis bracelet. And then so there, she's like looking in the snow and Stu comes out of nowhere. Where did Stu come from? Where was Stu? He comes out of nowhere. And Whitney is like, 
trying to understand, uh, like with Jen, like she's like, does she even have ears? Or was she talking about Lisa there? I don't know why I wrote Whitney is trying to understand. Does this chick even? Oh, I remember because it was a really bad diss. Uh, she was like, does this chick even have ears? And you could tell she was like, oh, that was a good one. But it really wasn't. Whitney is very like, um, she, because if you didn't see her on Watch What Happens Live, she admitted that she was a huge Housewives fan up until now. Uh, like, so it's literally a dream come true. So she does things that are like, she's, she's like a fan doing things sometimes. Uh, so Stu is now trying to talk sense into Jen and he, she is being so mean to him. Like, oh my God, I'm so happy that we know now that he has turned on her and will be like testifying against her in this case because she fucking deserves it. She's just screaming and he's, he's actually making a lot of sense. Like it would be really scary if, he like her yes man was also just like totally co-signing everything and being like I know you're always apologizing for everything because of course it's Jen's like mantra and affirmation is it's always me apologizing and this is such a narcissistic thing to do it's like if a if someone if a narcissist does something and you're like, hey, when you did that thing, it really hurt my feelings. Oh, I guess all the problems in the world are my fault. Everyone who has any problem anywhere, it's Jen's fault because Jen's the worst. No, no, I'm talking about a very specific thing that you did that upset me. Oh, okay, because it's all my fault. Everything. I'm the only one that ever has to apologize. Oh my god. Like, if you would just shut up and just say, like, oh wow, okay, my bad. But no, we have to do this game. And then somehow Stu gets through to her. And it doesn't seem like he did because she starts like storming away. She's like, shut up. Ah! And he's like, Jen, Jen. And she walks over to back to the women, back to Meredith and everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And she goes, Meredith. If I did anything to hurt Brooks, I am sorry. It is the last thing I would want to happen. And the music like adds a sound effect. They, they add a sound effect because they shoot over to Lisa and her mouth goes. Ah! And it, there's like, like, it's like, bing! like, it's like, ah, huge moment. No one saw it coming. I didn't. Um, and they and they actually hug. Meredith and Jen hug. And Jenny is so excited. She's literally jumping up and down. And Lisa goes, I believe her. I believe her. Uh, and then Lisa goes, I feel better. Do you guys feel better? So, I mean, guys, that has to be one of my favorite scenes ever in, like, Housewives history. It was just pure crazy. Um. And so later in the episode, we get introduced to Sarah Jane and Angie. I'm I'm assuming that Sarah Jane is just friend of. She didn't make she didn't make the cut, uh, but Angie guaranteed she would. And we find out that Angie has been friends with Lisa for twenty years. That's a really long time. They met, they were both like at a call center together. Uh, Angie's a bit younger than Jen. 
but they seem to be buddies. And when it comes to like filming, you know, it's it's not we all know by now. It's not literally you just popping by over at a friend's house like, oh, hey, happen to be in the neighborhood. No, it's it's scheduled. Like production has to have a schedule. How else can they make sure a crew is there and, you know, all of the above. So Angie's choosing to film with Lisa and, and introduce herself to us as Lisa's friend. And but then we find out she's running this amazing a charity event for In Circle Foundation, which helps. They have a trans child, uh, Angie, and her husband. One of their children is trans. They don't reveal any information, which is amazing because, of course, that's confidential. But what a cool representation that I totally, I did not expect that. So Angie is like, so yeah, I'm having this event. I want you guys to come. But uh, Lisa, just to warn you, I did invite Heather and Whitney and she's like but you don't have a problem with Whitney right okay you're friends for 20 years you know that there's a problem granted I know there wasn't much time in between filming the reunion and filming the next season because COVID delayed a bunch of stuff so the timing was all off um, but you have there's no way she didn't know that there was an issue so Lisa then goes into her, this is like, Lisa's really taking it to a level that it doesn't have to when she says that they, she destroyed my character. It's just like, that's just not what happened. Every flashback they show is, is Whitney saying, you have been condescending to me and you don't think I deserve to be here. And that's kind of it. There's nothing like you're a liar, you're a thief, um, you're a manipulator. Not actually at all. It is purely about how Whitney feels that Lisa's condescending. And to be honest, there's enough evidence to show that Lisa is condescending. But like clearly Lisa can't hear any type of criticism, any type of criticism. She totally shuts down, starts crying, gets defensive, period. And so... um, Angie is like, well, we're cousins, Whitney and I. We just found that out. And Lisa's just like not buying it. She's like, that's bullshit. They're not cousins. I, They are cousins, though. Like, they're fully cousins. Um, Because later, Whitney and Angie will meet for lunch. So again, Angie's choosing to film. She's choosing to film on camera with now Whitney. These are decisions and choices and alliances and it looks, the optics are a certain way. And um, it, to me, is pretty clear that at this point, Angie's actually not Lisa's friend. Um, My theory is, so she gets a text or she, I mean, not while they're sitting there, but but she reads the text that she received from the caterers and she reads it to Whitney and she says, so, you know, it basically says that due to Lisa telling us we're going to do events at the restaurant, we can't do your event. They, she, they say Lisa's name in that message. What Here's what I think is happening. This is like kind of a conspiracy theory, but here's what I think is going on. I think that Lisa and Angie have been friends for a long time, but it doesn't necessarily mean that Lisa's like 
been a great friend per se, and maybe has done shady things for a long time. And so Angie watching the show might have been like, hmm, I need to get on the show to expose my friend Lisa. Okay. So I think that befriending Whitney was a move. It was a calculated move. And this happening with the catering company was like Lisa doing what Lisa does, but this time there's cameras on it and there's evidence and proof of it and there will be like repercussion for it. Because later in the episode, when we see that confrontation, like Lisa looks terrified, in my opinion. Like she she was freaking out. Um, we get to the event. So anyway, that's, that's, that's lunch. So we get to the event. Now we'll, we'll skip ahead. Cause I just don't want this, this to be too long of an episode for you guys. Um, we get to the, uh, the event and Whitney is really giving us everything about the party in her confessional. She's like, wow, her family room looks like a casino, a real casino. Everything about this place looks, looks so authentic. Like we just stepped onto the movie set of casino. And then she's like, can't wait for Lisa to show up so she can be so jealous that even though she tried to sabotage this party, it didn't happen. Whitney. Okay. I know she might be kind of like a fan favorite, but she's not really one of my faves because I don't like when you can see through the, like housewives prep. So she, in this same little spiel, she goes, her plan backfired and she like stumbled over it. Okay. Cause bitch, if you're going to rehearse a read, at least get it out on the first take. She just is very like robotic and it you could, I just feel you can see through like her doing shit for camera so but it was funny whatever so mary arrives uh at the party and they're like giving out necklaces and there's like necklaces with like 20 carrots on it or something and then mary when she hears the carrot count she starts dancing and i'm like oh my god please more mary mary dancing dancing mary dancing mary should be like have you seen those dancing santas and those like twerking santas we need like a twerking Mary and she could be in that green dress she wore last year last season where she looked like a Christmas tree um Jenny shows up looking sexy as hell in that red dress and her tits look great and then Jen and Sharif arrive and Mary Whitney and Jenny were all like talking in the corner and Mary sees Jen and she's like oh my god I don't want to walk past that oh my god should I climb the banister and <laughs> She tries to climb the banister, but she can't climb the banister. So then Whitney's like, watch, I'll do it. Whitney climbs over the banister, like fully hoists herself up and over. And as soon as she does that, Jen walks the other way and they're like, oh, we can just walk around this way now. So fully climbed it for no reason. Lisa enters and fully ignores Whitney. Uh, Then she kind of gives, like after she hugs Jenny, she kind of is like, hi, but then ignores Whitney as she finishes talking. Whitney looks back over at the crew after that happens. Like she looks at the camera like, did you catch that? Um, Lisa 
says now whether this was about this event or not and they were just being editors were just being shady to keep it in but uh, they cut over to lisa talking to one of the random party guests and she goes god the worst thing is a party with no food which (laughs) if you if it's true that you told the catering company not to cater the event um, oh, and by the way, the event is an LGBTQIA event for their, in honor of their trans child. Ooh, this isn't good. This is real bad. Uh, okay, so we are panning around the room. Everyone is is having a good time. Now we get to the part where they're like, okay, guys, this is what we're here for. We're here for this charity event, uh, this In Circle Foundation. And uh, Angie's husband gets up to speak and very sweet and emotional and heartfelt talks about how they have a trans son uh, or daughter, trans child. I don't remember if they even said. Um, but just the... the kindness spewing off of this man um but then they would cut over to angie and she had the strangest look on her face like she looked really uncomfortable it was very confusing because i couldn't tell if maybe she was like holding back tears i couldn't tell what was going on exactly but anyway they go around she's really funny she's like okay now is where i'm going to ask you to give us your money and someone donates one million dollars one million that's amazing um, everyone's cheering and Lisa goes up to hug. So there's Angie and like the other host, you know, clearly from like in circle, like one of the foundation members and Lisa jumps up and hugs the the woman next to Angie. And then when she turns to hug Angie, Angie's like, I got to go change. So I'm like, yes, let's do this. And so she comes back in this like, pink outfit saying I did a costume change this is what the one million dollar you know donation gets you and uh Mary and Jen have a moment it was a very strange moment um but we find out uh we found out earlier in the episode I just didn't touch on it but Mary was like so we had the reunion makeup but then a week later she's posting something on her Twitter that was one of those how it started how it's going and it was how it started with a a little girl and their grandpa and how it's going. And it was a picture of Jen and her husband. So obviously, oops, obviously yet again, Jen is up to no good on Twitter, but she's going to claim it wasn't her. And so when, when Jen sits down to be like, we should get together and have family time, blah, blah, blah. She's like, how can you say that when you totally were all up, all up on your Twitter being an asshole? And Jen is like just committed to this story of that. She has no idea what even happens on Twitter. You know what? Twitter. I don't even know how to log in. She just commits and just makes the look of gives us gives the look of like pure confusion. Like how? How? I mean, I don't know. Oh, Twitter. So we'll see how that goes. And... um now we get the Lisa Angie talk and there was already like a preview clip of it. And so she's like, okay, look, Angie's like, I got this text saying Lisa doesn't want us to do the event. And they pulled out of the event and Lisa gets like unhinged. She like something happens inside of her face. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's like she starts like twitching but not really but you could just like feel the twitching sort of like she starts blinking a lot (laughs) she 
she's like that has nothing to do with me that's not me um but you could tell she's just busted and so uh angie ends up saying like it just seems oddly coincidental that after i told you i was friends with whitney this caterer pulls out that's connected with you and all the business you guys do together. So that's, it just seems like it's you. And as soon as the word Whitney comes out of Angie's mouth, Lisa gets unhinged. She's like, Whitney attacked my character, destroyed my, my reputation. And then again, they flash back to Whitney being like, you're mean to me. And she's like, I'm not. Wow. I can't believe you wouldn't even say that. And so, uh, Like she says something like people can be friends with whoever they need to be friends with. And but she's like, but you sought out a friendship with Whitney, knowing that Whitney is one of the people that came for me. And now here's where I'm like, yeah, that's true. I have a friend that I've had for almost 20 years. If I went on a reality show and one of the people on the reality show was coming for me and that's the person you reach out to to spark up a friendship with, I'd be like, excuse me? What do you mean it's the one person who came for me? It could have been anybody else. Could have been Jen. Could have been anybody, but you went, could have been Meredith, but you went for Whitney. So I do think it's a calculated move, but I also think it's because Lisa is, has a history of being a shitty friend because Angie in her confessional said, I do think that, that Lisa's capable of sabotaging my event. I I do think that. Which means it's not the first time something like this has happened. It's like if if it was think about it, if like you were not the type of person to ever do that, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even cross someone's mind. But the fact that she's like, I could see it. It's a possibility. It's like then it then it, then it is. Okay, then it is. Um, but she's Angie's like, well, so I mean, I'm pretty sure that you being friends with Jen has affected your relationship with Meredith. And now Lisa's like, oh, I'm going to go get Meredith. And so Lisa goes out and gra- and she sees Jen. She's like, Jen, I need your help. And then I'm like, oh, is that what the alliance is? Is it like I need to make sure that I have a team because Heather and Whitney are against me? Mary was even a little sassy with Lisa at the reunion and Meredith and Lisa have a bit of a thing. And so I think it's just a pure alliance. Like she's, she's strategic on that level. So she's like, Jen, get over here. Can you come with me? And then she's like, Meredith, uh, come with me. I'm being, I'm being told that I like it told the caterers not to do this event. Mind you, both Jen and Meredith were in the middle of their own conversations. They have zero idea what any, they don't know what's going on. So Lisa is not giving any background. She just out of nowhere is telling Meredith, come with me. And she's like, she's saying that I ruined her event, told the caterers not to do it and that we're not friends. So Meredith has no context and then is pulled into the room. Lisa's in tears already she's like we are fine we are totally fine don't come in don't talk about us and meredith still confused hair in her face like the bobblehead thing that she does and angie is very calm kind of disturbingly calm but also pretty cool like whoa i would be i would probably be matching the energy but she's not and so she says 
to Meredith. Like, hey, isn't it true that her that Lisa being friends with Jen is difficult for you? And Meredith realizes in this moment, like, oof, yes, I actually hate it. But I can tell that right now Lisa needs backup. So she gives a perfect friend answer, which is, yeah, I mean, it upset me, hurt my feelings, but no, I'm not going to give you this, basically. I'm not going to let you do this because that's why I'm here. I've been, I've been brought in to back up my friend. Lisa's unhinged. She is, I am so upset. This is so hurtful. This is so, so hurtful. And I think Angie says something like, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous to me that as soon as I told you about Whitney, she's like, stop talking about Whitney. What does Whitney have to do with this? Uh, And she said, well, I showed Whitney the message. And that's a betrayal. I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes of if my bestie of 20 years was doing that. I'd be like, you did what? That, that isn't. The, the what you do not show the one person who's been coming for me a message that's scathing about me and then tell me that this feels like a betrayal. But maybe Lisa has been a shitty friend and it feels like this is a revenge or something for Angie. Because then Whitney goes in. Why the fuck did Whitney go in? Whitney just went into stir up shit and she just looks like a deer in headlights because, of course, Lisa is like. Well, because as as Whitney's walking in, she's like, why would you tell someone who doesn't like me to read a text message about me? And then Whitney, why are you in here? Whitney, granted, it was editing, but Whitney just has a dumb look on her face like what? And she's like, (laughs) sorry, she goes, she goes, Whitney, why are you in here? Would you like me to leave? Obviously, that's not the question to ask. She's just such a beta. Like, no, no. The aunt, If she says, why are you in here? Because I felt like it. Would you like me to leave? She's like, yeah, go get out. Um. So now Lisa's just heated, super heated. She's like, I'm super hurt that you would seek out a friendship with someone who was coming for me and with, with this. Seek out a friendship with this and you know, Whitney obviously is like, with this. And again, she looks to the crew. She's like, did you hear that? Did you catch that, folks? With this. Further proving my point that Lisa's terrible to me. Um, And then Angie says again, uh, she's like, well, didn't you? Again, she's she's breaking like she's just not doing any sort of like loyalty at all to Lisa. And she's she's talking about it in a group setting. So she says to Lisa, well, didn't you tell me to pretend that we weren't cousins and not even mention that we were cousins? Lisa's face is like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, don't we keep confidences? Don't we keep confidences? I am so hurt. She kind of has every right to be mad. If you're just coming from where Lisa's perspective is, she sort of has every right to be mad because this is a betrayal. But again, I can't wait to hear the I feel like there's a story that Angie wants to tell. Angie wants us to know some shit because this is a move. This is a decision. This is warfare. And so I don't want to think that Angie is some like mean person who would do this just to get on a show. 
I feel like she saw an opportunity to expose Lisa. And that is what we are getting. So, yeah, end of the episode. Obviously, Lisa leaves in tears. I need John. I need John. Very much what she did at the reunion. Um, but next next week, we see Lisa meeting up with Whitney. So, I don't know. Lisa might be doing the math here and going, I am completely outnumbered. So, there we go. Great television. Great Sunday night TV. Um. Okay, great. That's all for me, folks. Uh, catch me on Instagram. Ugh, Instagram is still down, I bet. Ugh, what a dark experience. Um, but yeah, catch me on Instagram at We Speak Housewives. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be f- recording with uh, Bravo Bravo Ducking Bravo. If you don't follow that account, trust me, you want to follow that account. She is a deep diver. So if you need to know anything about anything, she has it. She has a highlight for it. But specifically, she talks about the Tom Girardi, Erica Jane scandal. She know, she has all the receipts. She has timestamps, dates, everything. So I'm going to go deep into Beverly Hills. We're going to recap last week's episode and go into all the other things that have happened since. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys.